0: Robert Sapp here. Welcome to the Trinity Word ministry podcast. Today we're going to be reading from Exodus chapter 3, starting with verse 1. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro his father-in-law, the priest of Medan, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked and behold the bush burned with fire and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said I will now turn aside and see this great sight while the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to God God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said Moses, Moses. And he said here am I and he said, Draw not nigh hither, put off thy shoes from off thy feet, for the place whereon thou standest is holy ground. Tonight I'd like to talk to you about that holy ground. You know, wherever God is, God's going to make it holy. But there's a part that we have to do as well. You can't clean yourself up, you can't do anything to present or make yourself presentable to God. So why did Moses have to take off his shoes? If God was there and it was holy, why did Moses have to take off his shoes? Well, let's, let's analyze that just a little bit and let's look at it a little bit closer. You do not have to and you cannot clean yourself up to be worthy to come to God but god is requiring once you come to him that you lay your sins down you lay the the things that so easily beset you lay them down at his feet walk away from them you cannot continue to pick them up you cannot continue to to use them or wear them as a cloak if you will moses had turned aside to see the verse, verse four tells us moses turned aside to see he turned aside he didn't just turn and look he turned aside he looked over and he started towards the bush he had started moving towards that bush and god said wait stop lay your sins down lay the sandals of your the shoes off your feet, the sandals, because they're dirty, they're contaminated with the world. Lay them down, and then you can come closer. If we want to have a closer walk with God, if we want to have a walk with God, we've got to lay our sins. We've got to lay everything that that troubles us and concerns us and worries us. We've got to lay all of that down at His feet and not pick it back up again so it's not that you can make yourself clean you can't just take a shower on Sunday morning and and get into the presence of God no no that's not what that's talking about the shoes represents the the sins of the world and you have to lay your sins down if you want to get close to God you've got to as I said last week with the Roman road of salvation you have got to confess your sins And you have got to believe that He died on the cross for you. Lay your sins down at His feet. And then you can have as close of a walk as you want to with God. Now that doesn't mean that you're always going to be perfect and you're going to always be sinless. No, that doesn't mean that at all. It means that when you do sin, you have to lay those sins down. What? Christian sin? Yes, Christian sin but we've got to be willing to recognize that we sin. We're not perfect. So many Christians believe that they can walk on water. They believe that just because they've accepted Christ that they are without sin. That sin nature is still inside of us. And we're still walking in the flesh here on this earth and we're still getting contaminated if you will, and we are still contaminating things that we come around. And we've got to be willing to lay that all down. Recognize that we are a sinner. Lay it down at His feet. And then God said you can come and get as close as you want. Because where God is, that's holy ground. Again, it's not talking about In this case, in the book of Exodus, it was the physical shoes. But it's also symbolic of the sin and the sin nature. Now hear what I'm saying. You cannot go to Christ one time and and be saved and forever be saved and go out and live like you want to. Rob, steal, kill, lie, cheat, do all of that kind of stuff. You can't do that. And He never implied that. But He did tell us that we had to lay our sins down. We have to confess them. And we have to go to Him. And we have to believe that what He did on the cross of Calvary covers us. And we have to stay covered. We can step out of the blood We can step out. We can jump out of His hand. I know the scripture says that there is nothing in the world that can separate God from you, His love for you. And that is true. There is nothing that can separate that except for you. You can walk away. But if you do, He's still standing there. He's still right where you left Him. And He's saying, come back. Come home. Lay your sins down and come back. Reminds remind you of the prodigal son once he realized that he had no more money and no more food and he decided he would go home and he would beg his father for a job as a servant because the servants eat better than he does. So he went back and the father went running down the road laid on his neck, kissed him, protected him, and accepted him back as a son. That's exactly what God will do for you. But you've got to be willing to take your shoes off. You've got to be willing to lay your sins down. You've got to be willing to do that. God can't make you, or God could make you, let me rephrase that, God could make you do it, but he doesn't want to make you do it. He wants you to do it of your own free will he's not going to force you to love him he's not going to force you to follow him you have the choice remember Judas betrayed him with a kiss sold him for silver so that the price of a slave the price of a servant sold him So, yes, you can walk away. This was a man that had followed Christ, had walked with him, had cast out demons in his name. He was there on the boat when Peter walked on the water, and he could have walked on the water if he had just wanted to. He was there when the 5,000 was fed. He was there when the 4,000 was fed. He had seen it all. He was there when Christ raised Lazarus. He was there when he raised the widow's son in Nain. He was there. He saw it all. And yet he turned his back on Christ. You say, well, he wasn't saved. But he was able to cast out demons in Christ's name. He was saved. He was an apostle, he was a disciple he was close and yet he walked away now he went and done something that i don't definitely encourage you to do he went and killed himself and that is a permanent solution for a temporary problem but let's look at the other 11 we talk about judas but let's look at the other 11 they all ran and fled and hid now we know that Peter and John followed from a distance we know that they was granted access to the courtyard and we know that Peter openly denied Christ three times once at the gate once on the porch and once by the fire he denied Christ three times. But as soon as everything happened and Christ was crucified and then He rose again and He appeared to the disciples, they went fishing. They went back to what they knew. But once they got a hold of christ once they got a hold of the holy spirit once and once christ got a hold of them and once the holy spirit got a hold of them they didn't turn their back they didn't flee but they still made their mistakes they still said things that they shouldn't have how how do i know that well it's recorded in the bible that they did that Peter was sitting with Gentiles and eating until the Jewish people came in and he stopped eating with the Gentiles because he was afraid of what the Jewish people would say. We all make mistakes. We all fail. We all come short. The glory of God. But God says here in the book of Exodus, Put off thy shoes from off thy feet for the place whereon thou standest is holy ground. If you've fallen, if you've said things that you shouldn't, you've done things that you shouldn't, you've thought things that you shouldn't, put those off of you. Lay them at the feet of Christ because where you're standing is holy ground. And then go and talk to God. Go and see what He would have you to do. Go and be a part of the family again. No matter how far you've traveled, no no matter how far you have fallen, you can be a part of the family. All you've got to do is to take off the spiritual shoes. The spiritual shoes represents the sins. Put them off. Lay them down at Christ's feet so that you can once again walk with Him. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most kind and gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to You as humbly as we know how. We ask, Lord, that You'll touch, that You'll move on everyone that will listen to the sound of these scriptures. Lord, that you'll touch and that you'll move on them, Lord, and that you'll draw them closer to you, Lord, in whatever condition they find you that they are in. Lord, we ask that you'll move and that you'll touch and that you'll stretch forth your hand, that the Spirit will draw them closer to you. Lord, the Spirit drew them to hear this at whatever particular time that they heard it. And I ask that the Spirit continue to draw them to you so that they can have that full fellowship. Teach them, Lord, how to put off their shoes, their spiritual sins, so that they can commune with you and walk with you and talk with you. And Lord, we'll be ever so careful to praise and honor your name. In Jesus' sweet name, amen. Guys, until we talk again, take care of each other. See you next week.